In old school games, life is cheap. Don't be a dope. Bring your pole, oil, and rope. And try not to go down in a heap. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Down in a Heap podcast. I'm your host, Rob, podcasting to you live from beautiful northeast Minneapolis. Pretty excited. In a few minutes here, I'm going to be heading over to my parents' home for the first time in about a year. Um, Maybe more than that. Jeez, now I think about it. I'm just going to have some coffee and some slice of pie or a donut or something. I don't know. And just hang out with them for an hour or two before I come home and start wrapping up preparations for going on vacation. I don't know. I... Each year I try and we take a a vacation usually to, well, (laughs) 95% of the time to the North Shore of uh, Lake Superior in northern Minnesota, Uh, which is kind of a misnomer because the shore is actually more easterly than northerly. But up the shore from Duluth, it's a beautiful area up there. And we go in May partly because, well, there's a few reasons. A, it's one of the few times when both Mary and I can take a week off without it really interfering with work. B, it's not yet high season for for the tourist industry. That usually starts around Memorial Day weekend. So there's half the amount of people up there. I mean, it's it's hardly anyone. So we don't run into nearly as many people which we like, and it's also the rates are are cheaper for lodging. So, win-win. And C, there's no bugs. All the mosquitoes, they haven't hatched yet. It's too cold, so you don't have the the horse flies or mosquitoes or any of that crap up there yet. So it's, I don't know, I, <laughs> I love it this time, this time of year. The only thing that's better is going up... Uh, in autumn when the when the colors are changing but anyway really looking forward to that the thing i'm trying not to do is have the anticipation and expectation of the vacation actually uh outshine <laughs> the, the vacation itself uh, it's always this anticipation and and build up and then when the vacation's over, there's this letdown that, oh, I didn't, what did I do? So I'm trying not to have these expectations and build up, but I think it's inevitable that you do that. And more so that, I don't know what frame of mind I'm in, but I've been thinking about this morning that there's not that many vacations left. I mean, it's sad to say, but... Um, I probably only have 20 more May vacations in me. <laughs> so you got to make them count, right? Uh, but it's some of the things I always struggle with because when we go up there, I mean, we'll we'll see the sights, we'll do some hiking and stuff. But one of the main things we do is just hang out at the beautiful cabin and read and relax. So just kind of R&R time. So it's always a question of, what books do I bring, and 
do I bring gaming material to work on if the if the muse strikes? And if so, what to bring? These are the questions. So I mean, I always try and bring one work of fiction, one work of nonfiction, and one something sea water related because being on the shores of Lake Superior, I, I don't know what it is, but I can sit and watch water for hours. It just is fascinating to me. I, I have a little bit of a fear of being in deep water too far from shore to reach, you know, a fear of drowning, I guess, or I don't know. So I think that plays into it too, just this um, uh, fascination with open water and I love sea stories and stuff too, Moby Dick and I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just fascinated by ships and sea stories and stuff. So I always bring something like that. So I think I'm gonna bring a book um that I have on whalebacks, which is a type of freighter that was used on the Great Lakes. Um kind of looks like a a metal cigar with superstructure on top and there's there's a museum in Superior, Wisconsin, which is one of the twin ports, Duluth and Superior. Um, the Meteor uh, still has a, it's a preserved, you know, whaleback freighter. And uh, so I'll probably bring a book on the, on those. For my nonfiction, I kind of want, I'm in the mood for some Sherlock Holmes. So I'm going to bring a pastiche of Holmes. The one I'm thinking of is the runestone mysteries i think is what it's called by larry millet who's a a local writer who was a journalist and did some uh tv specials on uh, old saint paul and stuff for public television um and then for the f- for the fiction or the non-fiction i'm reading a book right now on uh the Berlin Baghdad Express by Sean McMeekin. Uh, the Ottoman Empire and Germany's bid for world power, and it's uh, it's been a pretty engrossing read so far. I'm only about seventy five pages in, but I think I'll bring that. But the the other consideration is always just the size of the books. And yeah, Rob, you can you could just bring your Surface, or if you had a Kindle, if you were smart, you'd have all these PDFs and not have to bring all this paper. But I can't stand reading on a computer. <sighs> so even though I've got a bunch of game material too on PDF, I just don't want to look at it on the computer really. Um, I don't know if it was spending 12 years <laughs> uh, at my old employer, spending a lot of my time on the computer and staring at that all day, but I just don't like it anymore. <clears throat> so, those are the books I'm leaning with. Um, I've got some others that I've considered, um, but I think that's the final list. I might bring some Robert E. Howard or Cone or uh, Glenn Cook or something too as a possibility. Sorry, Lily's trying to break into the stereo cabinet so she can uh, raise, go amok in there run amok <laughs> do what cats do lily come on so then i the other questions are of course like finding movies and dvds and the gaming material what gaming material well 
I'll probably bring my Swords and Wizardry complete book. I'll bring the Midderlands. And uh, I'm working on doing some, like, a little pocket area dimension kind of thing that I think I'm going to center the campaign around for the Saturday morning cartoons. Um, been having a real mental block the last few months working on game material and coming up with stuff. And uh, so I'm kind of waiting for the muse to strike me. I've got ideas. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I, I had a dream last night that I, rather than, gaming I didn't get into gaming I got into music and um my friends and I Bill and Keith and I actually and Chris Chris was in that dream too he was the drummer but we we had a band and we just poured all our time and effort into it and uh and not to like become popular or anything but we just wanted to create stuff and <laughs> of course, in my dream, we were really great and stuff, but uh, I, I, it's fleeting. I don't really remember much of it. I mean, Chris and Keith actually were in a band together, and Keith in, in other bands, too. Um, but uh, that's something I never did. I never learned how to play any instrument other than <laughs> trombone in and, and junior high school and high school band. But I always kind of wanted to learn how to play guitar of some sort and just never did. And I suppose it's regrets. But I always wonder, too, like if I, with my gaming, with everything creative based, I always feel like I'm more, speaking of pastiche, that's more what I do. I I don't feel like I come up with many original ideas. I, I beg, borrow, and steal and and maybe have some kind of little twist of my own on things but actually coming up with real creative things just my brain doesn't work that way I guess I wish it were different but sadly most of my stuff is um is not real original so this area I mean I'm stealing the title outright uh, of a novel an old I can't remember who wrote it now George Eliot? Was that the name of the author? I know it was uh, a woman who wrote under a man's pen name. Middlemarch, though, is what I'm thinking of calling this area, um, in part because it kind of just rolls off the tongue with the Midlands, but um, I, I'm looking for wilderness areas, and the middle Midlands, as described by Glenn Seal, are fairly, fairly small uh, don't have vast stretches of frontier, and it's fairly well settled. So I'm struggling with elbow room for having an exploration game, which is what I generally like. So I've come up with this idea that there'll be these little fringe areas, these pocket dimensions that you can, that look normal or even look like maybe a small copse of woods. But once you step into it, you're in some kind of like almost fairy realm or, you know, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe or something where this this wood is actually 20 times the size it appears to be. So you could walk around it in an afternoon, but if you walk into it, it might take you a week to walk across. So that's kind of the 
conceit I have and uh, another conceit I'm considering is that there's been like a, a settlement so a local baron has uh, his family in the past has looked at this at this middle march as a potential source of of land of unclaimed land and has, has tried to settle it and it's covered in forest so it's also a free source of potential source of lumber so this community grew up where they were going to um, harvest the trees and stuff and bring them back but as soon as they cross the barrier they find they've just got a wagon load of thorn bushes and stuff rather than this tall timber but what they have discovered is that the things that are brought from the outside and planted there grow very well and grow to exceptional size so this community grows vegetables and stuff and uh, they bring uh, carrots that are the size of squash and uh, potatoes that are you know that are huge and stuff and nourishing so so the the land is ripe for settlement but it's also overrun with ruins and hostile creatures and some potentially friendly creatures as well but just i'm looking at this as an opportunity for the characters the players to go in and investigate and probably sent by you know their various religious organizations or knightly orders or whatever that they might be associated with an order of rangers uh that that watches the borders of this area preventing creatures from coming out of it because that's the other conceit i'm going to have is that creatures native to these fringe areas can only cross into the the real world the the reality of humanity or the havenlands of glen seals Midlands at certain times of the year or certain times of the month so maybe phases of moons or uh solstice or equinox or something and so the rangers watch the perimeter of these regions to try and prevent monsters from coming out and actually procreating and and uh kind of invading or infesting the the human lands and stuff so yeah that's kind of the where i'm going with i'm going to probably use some of uh the zine from tim shorts the hunters in death as uh as a loose structure for some of the area because I, I thought that zine was really good and want to utilize it and want to fit it into the Midderlands theme and stuff. So yeah, I'm trying to make all these little things, gather them together and Frankenstein them together and make them my own. That's like I said, kind of my style, nothing real original, but, uh, hopefully, stirring together this stew makes something that is interesting but uh, anyway i gotta get running to my mom and dad's and i'm gonna be on vacation for a week here so i don't right now my plan is to kind of just disconnect so you probably if you see me on on the audio dungeon discord or other discords and stuff i'm probably not going to be 
active there, and I'm probably not going to be dropping a podcast unless something, you know, I feel the urge or some idea I need to share pops up or something, but so I'll probably be tuned out for at least a week, uh, but don't give on the, up on the podcast. It's funny sometimes when I have these lulls, it seems like listens just crater or something for a while afterwards too, but yeah, whatever it is, what it, we all need to take a break and step away from time to time. And, um, yeah, now is the time it's May, it's vacation time, it's springtime. So I hope this all finds you well. I gotta let Lily out on the porch. She's got cabin fever here. But until I speak to you again, don't go down in a heap.